You are listening to Jim and Barb work from home. Two of my children are stranded at home trying to make home be the workplace. workplace. And of course, Jim and Barb will be laughing at each other's other's jokes. jokes. (laughs) Your laughter is up Up to you. you. Enjoy. Take two of the intro because uh, <laughs> I started it out earlier and Barb didn't hear it and she was making weird noises. Uh, yep. I thought she was just adding chaos to the flavor. Uh, she didn't tell me she couldn't hear it. I uh, do. But there en- we go. I do enjoy adding chaos. We got the intro chaos. out. Intro's out of the way. Let's get to the good stuff, the stuff that people are here for. I don't. Why, why do people listen to this podcast, Barb? Tell I'm, me. Um, I can only assume that they literally have nothing else to do in their life, <laughs> because uh, it's a good assumption. I mean, it's not like we're adding anything <laughs> to their lives. Um, we, we are adding something to. Yeah, we're adding. Whether or not it's good. We're adding. I I was going to say, are we adding or are we taking away? I'm not. We're not taking away. We're adding. We're putting. We're putting good vibes out into the into the universe. I do appreciate a good vibe out into the universe. Um. So, what have you been up to, Barb? Anything exciting? Uh, oh. You still working from home? Um. Still working from home. Yes. Um. Uh, did you Did you end up going uh, back uh, home full time with some Omicron biz? Uh, yeah. There were There were a few weeks of where I, I was back full time. Um. In conjunction with Omicron, um, I had a potential exposure. So, wanting to make sure. That, Mm -hmm. you know, I was good to go. Uh, All of my tests came back negative. So, whoop, whoop. Thank you, testing protocols and quarantine protocols uh, for doing good things. So, Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I am back in the office this week because we have a new hire, um, which means back in the office doing the onboarding orientation stuff for the first few days so, you know, masked all day. Yep. But it is what it is, so it's not too bad. Um, okay. Are you, I assume you're still working from home full time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they were gonna they were gonna do a big thing. Uh, the numbers were down. Yes. The things were looking good. People yes. were feeling. Uh, management was like, "Yes, we are gonna get people back in the office." Woo. Uh, they picked a date. Yeah. Uh, they were like, they were even like, we're going to do pancakes and waffles in the office. <gasps> I was like, that, that seems a little suspect to make people eat things uh, when it means taking off your mask to eat things. But I was like, you do you. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, then Omicron came and spiked. Yep. At about that same week. Yep. Uh, when they wanted people to be back in the office, and they were like, "Oh yeah, no, we're not going back into the office," uh, and uh, have not heard another. Like they didn't even give us a pretend uh, future date now. Yeah. So, who knows what that looks like? Who knows? Uh, but not returning to the office uh, this month anyway. Uh, nope. 
February, maybe. We'll find out. Maybe. I mean, end of January, beginning of February is when, like, we are supposed to be done with the peak of Omicron. Mm -hmm. So the only problem that then arises is uh, there is Lambda, Moo, uh, and then there's also the delightful uh, Deltacron that is being monitored as well. Fun. Yeah. Fun for everybody. So, super cool. Super cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know if other places have it or if it's as public, uh, but there is a Boston wastewater uh index that they do have, do you have this in minnesota ah uh, yeah where they they like can see how much uh how much of the virus is like easily detectable in the sewer systems and that's a good way to like actually track how prevalent the virus is in like the world Whoa. without needing people to test whoa Okay, so you don't have you've not seen anything like this. No, and I would have assumed that. So in my previous position, I worked at a place that was like that did stuff with wastewater and like utilities uh-huh. and everything. And so I feel like I would have known about that. Granted, it is a very high probability that I did not because I was not actually doing stuff with the clients. I was HR. Um, right. But, and I don't know if this is a thing that oh. uh, they do. Uh, just like in general, I don't think it's not a thing I've seen for like cold season or flu season or anything like that. So it might be like brand new. It might be like brand new tech, brand new, uh, stuff. I mean, Um, but it's pretty cool because we like, you watch Omicron and you like, you know, you could tell like it was going to come or you could tell it was going to get hard and you know, they had these stats come out, and you're like, oh, yeah, that sucker's... And you just... It's like ten times uh, the the quantity of that virus in the wastewater. And then, sure enough, you know, you can watch it. It has, it has now started to come down uh, because everybody who's uh, not been vaccinated has kind of got it. So... Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, I'll send you, I'll send you some uh, some links on that Barb because it's a pretty cool little please do indicator of the uh, the amount of virus that uh, is in existence in in our metro area. That uh, yes, please do. That sounds fascinating, um, and I mean wild and weird and slightly terrifying because then what else could they monitor that? With, yeah, I'm you know all sorts of stuff. Uh huh. Why not? It's not like people are being very cognizant about like their wastewater, and they shouldn't have to be. Nope. Uh, and it's like totally, you know, it's not like they're gonna track it down to like this one house has the most of, right, and or like even a you know at best you may be able to do like a neighborhood, yeah, or something. So. Uh, yeah, you don't have, there's not a ton of privacy concerns. No. Um, it's, it's more just a good, uh, uh, way to get a, get in touch with a, a large section of the population without, uh, needing them to be 
yeah. involved. Yeah. It's a, pa- it's a passive data collection mm-hmm. for biological samples of uh, a population. Excellent. Good to know. Um, I, I was also, uh, exposed. Ooh, like, like officially exposed or potentially exposed? Oh, I got an alert on my phone. So oh. I think that counts as in a potential exposure. Okay. Uh, and then I looked at it and it was like, well, that was the day that I was at the airport. So oh. I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense that I was probably in contact with, uh, who you know any a lot. number of those people on that plane yeah um yeah but yeah don't haven't felt any particular things i you know haven't done a test or anything but that was going to be my follow up question of have you tested to see if you are indeed positive or negative no okay. uh, cuz i think for it's you know for people who actually need them i don't want to go what am I, I'm just sitting at home. That's not true. Doing anything. That's true. Um, Christine's going into work. Not into work. She's going into classes uh, in February, and so she's got to take a test before then. So. Oh, okay. So she's still, but I mean, she's still on fairly decent lockdown then as well, since it's not February yet. So. Yeah. And then it would have been. So, I mean, how long ago was that? Last week. Uh, I mean, yeah, not actually, what, I don't, I don't know how time works anymore. Yeah. It feels like it was two days ago, but it was also, (laughs) feels like it was two weeks ago. So in other words, you're Um, saying the three to five day traditional incubation period has probably, you know, is up. Yeah, it has passed. and, And therefore, if you were feeling effects, you would know probably. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you, Barb. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, so, Jim, I'm derailing this conversation. Uh-oh. You asked me um, if anything fun or exciting had happened recently. Yes, Jim, I had my birthday. Hey, Barb hey, birthday. Birthday, Barb. Um, would you like a very quick recap of my birthday, Jim? Yes. It was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Bob, for You're that welcome. quick recap. Okay. On to something else. No. Now we're going to talk in depth, in more in-depth. So <laughs> um, I got two very, very fancy cakes. I got a um, a strawberry pistachio tart. Um, which is not a cake. It's a tart. Exactly, which is why I got it, because it wasn't a cake. It was a tart. Two separate dessert entities. Uh, the other item that I got was, I'm going to butcher its name because it's French. It's like, it's. I believe it is called a chocolate Saint-Honneur. Um, it is a... Saint-Honneur. Yeah, I don't know French. Uh but it's it, that was a chocolate deliciousness uh, thing. Um, I would go so far as to probably say, Jim, that you would be mad and say it, that it's not an actual cake. Um, but I don't know. We'll come back to that. Uh, so I got those because, yes. Um, it, okay, the other things that I did. Uh, I got myself a delightful charcuterie board that I just munched on um, throughout the day. I actually... Just finished the last of it last night. Um, so I have, okay. been, I have been eating this charcuterie board for the week. Um, and then my friend Jamie sent me a delightful little cupcake uh, that had uh, like 
confetti stuff that popped out of it when I opened it up. It was delightful. It was wonderful and fun. Um, okay. And then um, my girls, uh, Wendy, Claire, and Lori, sent me Jim. They sent me a giant cookie. Yes. A giant cookie, Jim. A cookie, Jim, that came in a large pizza box. It's okay. a five-pound cookie, Jim. Okay. Uh, it, it's a salted caramel and chocolate chip. Um, uh-huh. So good. So good. Uh and then to top it on, to top it off, my um, my my like my boss basically, because uh, I was like, I'm gonna bring a treat in for the day before my birthday, and because I, I was like, I could do like little individual brownies because I have a little like brownie pan that would yes. make little like individual circles, so it would be very easy to be like wrap them individual size type of things. And she was like, Oh no, Barb. Uh, I'll I'll bring a treat for you instead if you like brownies. I was like, okay, I'm not going to say no if somebody wants to make me brownies. Jim, yeah. she made me four different varieties of brownies. Four. Did, 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 she, did she talk to Camille about this? No, she did not. Uh, so I guess they were all the same kind of brownie, but they all were different flavors. There was a cherry, a peanut butter, a walnut, and then a plain. Okay. And then she sent me home with all of the leftovers. I still have desserts coming out of my ears, Jim. Yes, you do. And I literally was like, I had five of my friends either stop by to pick up some treats or like I we exchanged treats for milk. And I was just putting <laughs> together, I didn't have any milk and I needed milk, um, especially for the chocolate cake. That's um, a very odd trade, Barb, <laughs> but okay. So like I was putting together like paper plates full of cake and brownie and tart and charcuterie stuff and cookie and like, and I was just like, please, please, please. And I still have so much left. I, I finally reached the point where I have, I am freezing parts of the cookie so it doesn't go bad. Okay. Um, the brownies I have successfully uh, either eaten, shared, or foisted off on other people. Um, so I'm good there. I just finished the uh, tart last night. I still have a good chunk of the chocolate cake. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, and I finished the charcuterie board last night as well. Jim, it is now six days after the fact. Yes. I still, I still have, I mean... Barb, you're the one who is always like, <laughs> my birthday lasts a month. My birthday lasts two months. And now you're complaining that your birthday is lasting two weeks. I'm not complaining. It just sounds like complaining. <laughs> I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining because I love it. But, like, I just have a lot of desserts to deal with. It's just what I'm saying. <laughs> Barb, Jim, we could we could all be so blessed with your problems. I know, right? I know. I'm I'm aware. I uh, it's it's a very Barb problem to have of people right. that love me too much and send me too many desserts. All right. So two things. Yes, you Jim. said your cake is not a cake. 
And I'm also curious how you define a charcuterie board. Uh, but let's talk about the, the cake is not a cake. Okay. So this is my, I, I'm calling it a cake because I am calling it a cake. Um, it does not have, I, I guess I, I need to look up what the definition of a cake is. Um, it does not have any of the traditional cake spongy aspects of it. Like, you know, how when you make a cake, it's... Okay. Uh, it has a crust that is very light and flaky and like hundreds of uh, layers. Ooh. like. And then there is a dark chocolate mousse type thing and then like a lighter chocolate mousse type thing um and then on the edge it's surrounded by um 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 um, um uh a cream puff what's Very the difference between a, cream, a cream puff and an eau claire i feel like it's a cream puff because i feel like a claire wait no 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 because an eau claire has icing on top of it i don't know i don't i thought I'm not sure, but it's got, uh, okay. I'm, I'm calling them little eclairs. They're very small. They're like cream puffs. They're filled with the chocolate stuff that's on the cake. Uh, and then there's a like chocolate ganache coating at the very top. So I'm calling it an eclair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then there's little eclairs all around the side as well, along the outside as well. It's a, it's amazing, Jim. It tastes so right. good, but it doesn't have that traditional sponge. Hmm. Um, squishy, okay. like it's it's n- it's not like a flour based anything. No flour at all. Well, I mean, there's probably flour in like the crust. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I should have. I should have googled what a cake definition is. Well, Barb, uh, let me take the mystery out of it for you. Yes, please, Jim. Uh, a bread-like food made from a dough or batter that is usually fried or baked in small, flat shapes and is often unleavened. Or a sweet-baked food made from a dough or thick batter, usually containing flour and sugar and often shortening eggs in a raising agent. Or also, potentially, a flattened, usually round mass of food that is baked or fried. Um, so I think the um, uh, the sweet baked food uh, kind of immediately makes it a cake. Okay, okay, because like the, the the crust is definitely baked. Yeah, the stuff on yeah. top of the crust is not. Well, cake is pretty open for uh, interpretation. Interpretation. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, good to know. Yes. So then I had a cake and a tart, Jim. Uh, now, moving on to the next topic at hand. What do you mean you don't know what a charcuterie board is? I know what it, I don't. I, you're trying to take words out of mouth, my mouth out of context. I'm trying I mean, to see. Probably. Yes. Yes, probably. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, charcuterie board. Yes. What does that look like for you? Because uh, I always imagine that you need to have a board for a charcuterie board. Um, well, to differentiate it from a charcuterie tray. Okay, Mister Pedantic Man, really, really, charcuterie tray versus charcuterie board. Hmm. 
All right. So tech. So it sounds like you had it. All right. So doc, talk to me about what you had. So if you would like to know the um, the apparatus in which my charcuterie came to me was a plastic tray. I call it a charcuterie board because it is a amalgamation of all the delicious things like different kinds of olives, nuts, meats, cheeses, vegetables, fruits. Um, okay. Uh, I had a couple different kinds of meats. I had one, two, three different kinds of cheeses. I had oh no, four different kinds of cheeses because I had little um, uh, skewers of fresh mozzarella and tomatoes. Yes. Uh, I had green grapes, black berries, raspberries, cucumbers, uh, strawberries, multiple nuts, um, blueberries, uh, some, yeah, some cheeses, olives, some, uh, a couple macaroons. Right. So you got a bunch of that. That's yes. Yeah. Let's, I'm already bored with your list of ingredients that you've been reading off your phone, Barb. It's, I'm uh, looking at the picture that I took, Jim, of my beautiful, beautiful charcuterie board. That was potentially not on a board. I, it's a charcuterie board, Jim. Fine, whatever. I don't care. Apparently, you can have your you charcuteries. Do. You can have your charcuteries however you like. If I had a fancy charcuterie board, I would have repositioned everything onto said board, but I don't. So. Well, all right then. So I got my charcuterie board from the place that did my charcuterie tray. <laughs> There. Happy. I don't even know what sentence you were trying to make to prove a point there, but whatever. We're moving on. Okay, Jim. Um, I had a great birthday. Thank you for asking. I'm glad you had a good birthday, Barb. Now it's time for somebody else's birthday. Whose? I don't know. I mean, you've done enough. Technically, it's time for somebody else. (laughs) Technically, today is Robin's birthday. Well, all right. Uh, this podcast isn't going to get published today, but happy birthday, Robin. She's in Hawaii. Have a good time in Hawaii, Robin. It's very unfair. All right, Barb, are you ready to get to the topic? <sighs> I'm a little nervous, Jim, because you, you have, you are the one picking the topic du jour. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just tell you what. Tell me what, Jim. Okay, Barb, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this topic, Barb? I am not ready in any way, shape, or form, but bring it on anyways. I want to talk about... I want to talk about cheese. (laughs) Okay, did you plan this? I don't know what you mean by plan this, but... Yes, Jim, what would you like to to talk about cheese? Well, I mean... We we can start talking about cheese and how great a uh, Christmas <sighs> gift that cheese is, and that everybody should be so lucky as to have a friend that gives them cheese on Christmas. Did a certain someone send you a cheese tray for Christmas? All right, Barb. Let me let me put my cards on the table. Let me see those cards, Jim. You ready for this, Barb? Yes. My good friend. Michelle oh. very much uh, enjoys uh, swapping Christmas gifts every year. 
and she will regularly buy me some cheeses, some very nice cheeses uh, that they make in Wisconsin. She, it's really unfair that she has access to all of the best cheeses. Um, and she has done this for several years. Mm. And uh, this year, <laughs> she reached out to you hmm? and asked you, huh? This is what I've been told. She asked you, uh, if there was a particular kind of cheese that she should get me for Christmas. And you made a joke and said that I didn't want cheese for Christmas. What? And so what? she did not get me cheese <gasps> for Christmas. What? Instead, we got a very nice uh, selection of flavored popcorns. Ooh. That's... Uh, but then uh, Michelle felt bad and ended up getting us some cheeses instead. I... I... I, but... All right, open your phone. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> I, I... All right. All right. Get, yes. Give me your side of the story, because this is the... I have given you my uh, third-hand uh, retelling. Okay, so f to begin with, for whatever reason, Michelle's phone and my phone, d d they do not play well together. Uh, okay. She has apparently sent me multiple text messages that I never, had, like, I've never gotten. Um, so we have found that Facebook Messenger is the best way to communicate. So, okay. Um, so... Back at the beginning of December, she sent yes, me... Yes, because that's when you shop for Christmas presents. I mean, that's when she shops for Christmas presents because she's like a normal human being. That's I, when responsible adults shop for Christmas presents. Exactly. Yes. And she is a responsible adult. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. I have a question. Did you take cheese out to Boston? Um and I, because I was like, yeah, talk about my cat, yada, yada, yada. And I said, I did not take cheese to Boston. I asked, and they said they did not need any. I contemplated taking some, but if I did, I wanted it to be the good string cheese and didn't have time to ship it or drive to get it. That's what I said. And then she says, okay, thanks. I won't send any then. I have another idea. Do you know if they're staying home for Christmas? Have fun on your junker car rally. And I said, uh, they are not staying home for Christmas. That much I do know. I will screenshot this and send it to you, Jim. I, Michelle, I, I assume that you're going to listen to this. She won't, but it's fine. Um, uh, my, I please please accept my most heartfelt apology for misleading you and misinforming you about my brother's need for cheese. Um, as as I mentioned earlier, you have access to the best cheese. I do not. Therefore, it only stands to reason that no, they would not want any cheese from me. Because why would they want subpar cheese from Minnesota when they can be provided 
the gold standard of cheese from Wisconsin. Fair enough, Barb. Apology accepted. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so we got a bunch of cheeses from Michelle. Um, all sorts of... Uh, we got some cheese curds. We got yes. some mozzarella whips. A yes, bunch of whips. flavors of the uh, the cheddar variety. Uh, lots of spicy stuff. Some nice. Stuff with bacon in it for Christine. Mm. Um, okay. So How, real, real variety of flavors. What do I have to do to get on Michelle's cheese Christmas list? Uh, you probably need to send her a Christmas present first. <sighs> I'm really bad at that. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to work on that then. Yeah, think about that. Okay. Okay. Think about that. Going to have to put the thinking cap on then. All right. So, uh, so, so you got just a delightful plethora of, of high quality gold standard Wisconsin cheese. Yeah. We got a very nice box of popcorn, flavored popcorns. Excellent. From where? Uh, from Chippies. Ooh. Is that it's a, a popcorn was- place in uh, Beaver Dam. Oh. At least they were in Beaver Dam for a while. Okay. I don't know if they still are. Either way, uh, localish uh, make a, a whole bunch of flavored kettle corns and stuff. Mm, nice. Um, so we got a good good variety of popcorns from them. Uh, and then uh, just just this week, last, last week, because it's Monday, mm-hmm. last week uh, a box showed up. Of cheeses. Jesus. It's like, what? What is going on here? And it was fr- it was from the same place that Michelle has uh, purchased us cheeses in the past. So uh-huh. I was like, this seems like a Michelle cheese situation. And the card inside just said surprise. Uh, so I had to text her and I was like, what is going on? And she's like, well, I felt bad for not getting you cheeses because your sister said you didn't need cheeses. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, Barb, uh, you're making Michelle feel bad, Barb. I Unintentionally, did. but still. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. But we got, we got cheeses now. That's the important part. All right. Well, good. I'm glad that you've got, I'm, I'm glad you've got your good stash of high quality Wisconsin cheeses then. Yes, we do. I wish I had a cheese fairy like that. <laughs> Michelle, if you ever do listen to this and you want to become my che- cheese fairy and or if anybody else out there in the ether of of the podcast uh, universe wants to become my cheese fairy. It's too bad your birthday's over, Barb. Jim, it's still my birth month, okay? Not very much longer, but it's still my birth month. You need to figure out how to have a... Cheese uh, filled <sighs> Galentine's situation. Ooh. That's where you need to focus your energies. I was thinking a cheese uh, monthly subscription box. I thought that's where you were going. That's crazy talk. That's got to exist, right? Yeah, but it's pro- not going to be worth it. Yeah, that's true. Those monthly subscription things are where rarely worth it. But yes, Galentine's, uh, do some cheese. Uh,. Hold on one moment. I'm taking note of this. Cheese base <laughs> Galentine's done. Note 
made cheese-based galantines. Mm. Ooh, fondue. <sighs> Warm cheese. Yeah. I like where this is going. Yeah. I like it a lot. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Glad it could help. So what else what else do you want to talk about? What kind what's your favorite kind of cheese, Jim? You know, I'm uh, I'm partial to a Swiss. Really? Can you tell me why? It's got it's it's not too sharp. It's not too in your face. But it's still got a very specific flavor that's uh, beyond the the standard cheddar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously you go for something flavored that's fun and it's uh, interesting and it's novel. But I'm thinking like you go for like your standard cheeses. Um, uh, the Swiss, it's always going to have... A little extra something going on. It's a little something exciting. Uh, I think blue cheese uh, really gets over the top too quickly. Even a sharp cheddar. Sharp cheddar? A sharp cheddar, yeah. A sharp cheddar. That sharp cheddar. Uh, even a sharp cheddar is like very, it, it's like hit or miss. Yeah. Um, and if you go into your like uh, kind of blase cheeses and you're getting too close to craft singles and that's no fun. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against uh cheese sauce on occasion. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not going to put, I'm not going to say that I, 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 that that ranks anywhere in my favorites. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Jim. Barb, are you going to tell me your favorite cheese? Even if I don't care. No, uh, I am going to tell you my least favorite cheese. Okay. Swiss. What? Out of, like, and this is the thing. I don't know what it is about Swiss, but I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Um, And I have had so many people be like, oh, well, that's because you don't like funky cheeses. No, 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 my good sir. I love a good funky weird smelling cheese. I, but Swiss cheese, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's a texture thing. I don't know if it's an aftertaste thing. I'm not sure what it is, but I just, nope. You, anything that's got Swiss cheese on it, the first thing I will do is be like, can I substitute a different cheese for that? You've got some weird hangups, Barb. Yes, I do. I don't, I don't know if there's anybody in the world who is anti-Swiss cheese, but pro other kinds of fragrant cheeses. I mean, if I can find that person, Jim, I will marry them. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. Just so you can have all of your sticky cheeses, but no Swiss. No. And then I never need to worry about them bringing Swiss home. See? Shouldn't you... Uh, like, shouldn't you do like a Jack Spratt situation? Find somebody who only likes Swiss, uh, mm-hmm. and then you can just make mm-hmm. sure that whenever Swiss shows up, that they eat it, and all the other cheeses you get. Um, you know, Jim, you might be onto something there. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's that's. Hmm. You know, lean into people's unique differences, Barb. Don't try to make them be a barrier to your lifestyle. Look at you, Jim. 
Wow. <laughs> I'm loving this positive 2022 gym. <laughs> I think you can kill them in their sleep. Obviously. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, I mean... I feel like maybe I would need to find someone that likes cheese as equally as me, but really likes Swiss cheese. So mm-hmm. they will purchase all of the cheeses plus Swiss. And then I know that they can just eat the Swiss and that will make them happy. And then I can, you know, partake in all of the other cheeses that they, you know, obtain as well. How often is a Swiss included on a charcuterie tray? I mean, whenever the people putting together the charcuterie tray, put it on there. All right. I did not have Swiss on my charcuterie tray. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, What's your least favorite kind of cheese then, Jim? Oh, least? Um, I have a theory. I have a theory. I'm going to write my theory down. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm going to write this down. So after you tell me, I can tell you if I was right or not. (laughs) Boom. Done. It's on this post-it note. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready for my answer, Barb? Yes. Least favorite kind of cheese, please, Jim. Least favorite kind of cheese is the slices of white American cheese. Like individually wrapped slices? Doesn't matter. Oh, interesting. Uh, because you have got the uh, no flavor of an American cheese, mm. and uh, add on to that a complete lack of color, mm-hmm. uh, and you basically just have like a little pat of milk, mm. a slice of milk, <laughs> and that's like I don't. That's not interesting, and that's not not what I'm looking. Don't give me. It's, a may, it's closer to a mayo, and mayo serves a different purpose. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Uh, I was vast, now. What did you write down? I was vastly wrong. Um, our father's probably going to want to hurt me. Um, I said that your least favorite cheese is Velveeta because it is quote imitation cheese. Right, and Velveeta is not great. Uh, Velveeta is definitely at the bottom. Okay, but it serves a purpose. It does, it's especially... It's easily meltable. Yes, I was going to say when you... You could s- turn it into queso. M- make fr- and it has color. Rotel. Ooh. So, like, it gets an extra point for having color. <laughs> That's why, like, if it was a white Velveeta... Oh. Then that would, like... Yeah, that's... that's get it out of here. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I love a good white cheddar. <laughs> the white cheddar is different... That's not what I'm talking about. This I is know. white American. I mean, I just it's a it's a white it's an American cheese pretending to be a white cheddar <laughs> by being the flavor by being the color uh, and completely ignoring any sort of hints of the the texture or flavor profile. All right, sounds good. That's I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. If you were to ask me what my fla- my favorite cheese is, Jim, yeah, I would have a very still hard time us. coming up with one specific cheese. All right, give me two. Uh, I love a good gorgonzola. Smoked, 
Gouda. Okay. Ooh, a good smoked Gouda. Mm, yeah. That'll get you All far right. in my book. Um, the other, the other cheese that I really, um, oh, like a good hunk of fresh burrata. Oh, I, that would be, it's very, you're looking very confused. Burrata, Jim. Bur- no, do not mansplain this to me. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't think that burrata is a type of cheese. What? I think burrata is a type of preparation of mozzarella. Um, no, fairly confident burrata is a type of cheese. I'm, I'm Googling this, Jim. Burrata is an Italian cow milk cheese made from mozzarella and cream. The outer casing is solid cheese, while the inside contains something and cream, because I strack a cataclaw and cream, giving it an unusual soft texture. It is a rindless, soft, fresh cheese. So this is not... What is the difference between... Mozzarella and burrata. Mozzarella is pr- produced from the curd, which you get by adding lactic ferments and rennet to pasteurized cow's milk. Blah, blah, blah. Barbara, falling asleep here. They're different, Jim. That's all you need to know. Burrata. It just said that it's burrata's made out of. It said that burrata is mozzarella with liquid in the middle. It's an Italian cow milk cheese made from mozzarella and cream. Right. It is not mozzarella, though. It's just made from mozzarella. You don't make things from mozzarella. Jim, I'll make you out of mozzarella. <laughs> you make pizza out of mozzarella. You make, <laughs> you make pizza out, out of, of mozzarella? Yes. I would like a pizza made out of mozzarella, please. <laughs> this is These are the things that you make out of mozzarella. You don't make another cheese out of mozzarella. That doesn't make any sense. I'm going to need to find a cheese expert now, Jim. Yeah. To come and tell you that you're wrong. I was pretty sure that the uh the the burrata that we buy says that just says mozzarella on the package. Then it sounds like you're just buying mozzarella, not burrata. No, it's mozzarella with creamy stuff in the center. <laughs> <sighs> It's like saying a, uh, a a cupcake is no longer a cupcake because there's cream filling in it. But see, like, I think the outside is different from I mozzarella. I get that that's what, the, what you think is what's happening. But I think the outside is not fundamentally different than mozzarella. I think it's a ball of mozzarella that's just prepared differently. Uh, so that there's creamy stuff in the middle, and I'm saying that's that's like saying that a uh, a ho ho or a ding dong or whatever those things are <laughs> that have the cream in the middle is no longer a cupcake because it's got whip it's got cream in the middle. What ho ho's not a what? What are this? What are those chocolate little Debbie cupcakey things that have cream in the middle? Are you- they got the little swirl on the top. Yeah, what are they? Um, it's like a ho ho or a ding dong or a 
They are not you know. ho-hos because ho-hos are the long tubes. I really don't care. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it could well be a ding-dong. <laughs> Ding-dongs are flat. I don't care. And covered completely in chocolate. I you know, know my I mean. snack cakes, okay? Except yeah, but you for don't know the what one. this one's called. The one time, <laughs> the one time your snack cake knowledge would come in handy, and you're leaving me floundering. You're telling me what all the other ones are, and not the one that I want to know. <laughs> yes, that is true. Because <laughs> I don't like those. <laughs> oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. Well, that's my point. Um, anything else you want to talk about today, Barb? <sighs> did we get any did we get any listener feedback? Did we get any voicemails? Here's uh, did we get any emails? No. no. Did we get anybody complaining no. about the fact that no. I managed to chop off the first five minutes or so of the podcast and I just hit publish and I haven't gone back to fix it? I mean, you have a complaint lodged from me on that. <laughs> um because I was waiting to push it out to our masses and our listeners, uh, and as I always do, I go and I listen to it in full before yeah. putting it out there to yeah. make sure it's high quality, quality content. Control. Yeah, uh, and it literally starts with me like laughing. Yeah, and going, "I missed normal. you, Jim." <laughs> That's normal. <laughs> and then I pretty confident i told you at least two or three times and because i was just like i'm just gonna wait and then i'll push it out and now here it is we've recorded another episode and that's just gonna get lost yeah and it's fine not even touched yeah it's perfect yep all right barb so did, did but we didn't get anything from no. anybody if somebody wanted no. to if somebody wanted to uh uh call in yeah and call into the podcast yeah we've got a phone number what's that phone number Bob? yeah uh the telephone number is four zero two nine one three zero zero five four all right um or you can send us an email at jim and barb work from home at gmail.com or uh if you watched uh the movie fast and the furious six and you enjoyed it <laughs> Are you uh, You can on send six? an email to my other podcast, lostlightpod at gmail.com, uh, and tell us uh, why you may have liked it. Because uh, Caleb and I did not like that uh, movie. Uh, so, which one was Barb, six? you may want to uh, leave a voicemail for my other podcast. Uh, which one was six? I need to. There's, yeah, there's a couple that's sort of... But if you wanted to leave a, a voicemail for this podcast, not my other podcast, uh, <laughs> the email here is Jim and Barb work from home at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. Fast and the Furious 6. Which one is this? Da, da, da. It's the one where oh. Letty comes back from the dead. Oh yeah, um, okay. Giselle dies. The, oh. the whole the the big 
action sequence at the end is the plane on a runway that's 50 miles long. Yeah. Yeah. Not not one of their better Fast and the Furiouses. I'll say that. But that's for a different podcast um, that I am going to now have to go listen to and provide my feedback on. So Yes. Um, if I sent Caleb cheese... Would that let me get on his on 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 that podcast? Yes. Ooh. Okay then. Gonna need to figure out how to send Caleb cheese then. All right. Um. Anything else you'd like to talk about, Jim? Uh, nope. Jim. Jim. Barb. Barb. You hopped on an airplane. You alluded to it very briefly at the very beginning. Yeah. Where did you go? Um. We, Barb, we're running out of tape, so let's just make this fast. Um, my good friend Dale uh, of the Bat and Spider podcast uh, had tickets to a wrestling event in Raleigh, North Carolina. Whoa. He had spare tickets. Um, so I flew down there because uh, I was like, I got to do something spontaneous with my life. I might uh, as well. So I flew down, uh, had a great evening with him. Uh, the following... Uh, evening, he and his friend, uh, YouTube's Brian Rummel had tickets to the, um, Scream premiere. Uh, and so I joined them for that. Ooh. And I saw the, the new Scream film. Uh, and then, uh, the following day I, I caught a plane home. Look at you just living this rock star life, throwing names around like you think I know who they are. Way to be a name dropper, Jim. Everybody knows Dale and Chuck on the Bat and Spider podcast. Everybody knows Brian Rummel's YouTube page. These are just the things that the normal people know. I guess I am just not a normal person then. You're not You're not hip, Barb. It's okay. It's okay to be out of the loop, to be an old uh, person who just is not hip with the times and isn't with what the kids are, are into. All right. Good synopsis, Jim. I'm glad you had a wonderful time. Uh, I, I'm glad you got to see some wrestling and some people and uh, a, a see a movie. So good job. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, he's Jim. She's Barb. Bye. Bye. Don't drive like my sister. Don't drive like my brother. I was going to say don't drive like my sister, but then that would have just been me. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs>